We're talking with Ben Kaufman from the Yonder Mountain String Band. Ben is actually driving off to the airport right now, but he's got uh, you've got your hands-free headset on, don't you, Ben? I do. I am um, everything is totally legal with this conversation. Okay. <laughs> at, at least as long as we're recording. Yeah. So uh, you're driving off to the airport. Where's Yonder playing? We are heading to a festival in Atlanta. We're getting down to the end of, uh, of outside festival time, um, at least in theory. But I don't know, actually, because it seems like warm weather is lasting longer anymore. So maybe festival season never ends. Let's hope not. Or right? maybe, well, now wait a minute, though, well, but the cause yeah. of it might not be good. But I, it's, you got to take the goods with the bads. You know, and I think there was a, a sitcom in the 80s about that. Right. <laughs> well, uh, the reason that we wanted to talk with you is, of course, you're coming back to uh, Grass Valley next week for the uh, Hangtown Festival at the Nevada County Fairgrounds Railroad Earth Festival. Yeah, I cannot wait. I mean, not only because it's a local show for me, you know, I mean, always, usually I've got to fly anywhere but here <clears throat> to go play shows. But this one, I get lucky. And we get two shows at the at the fairgrounds. My family gets to come see. My son gets to come see what his dad does. Doesn't have to just pretend that I'm a musician. Like he actually gets to see it with his own eyes and hear it with his own ears. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yonder Mountain is uh, playing. Uh, let's see. I've got you Thursday night for the late night show at 1130. And that's on yep. uh, Thursday, October 20th. And then next Friday, the 21st, you're playing the main stage, the Yuba stage at 5 p.m. Yeah, Cool stuff, and I guess Yonder will be doing stuff off your latest CD, Get Yourself Outside. Some. Um, we've got, for the last, uh, oh gosh, bunch of months, since the end of the summer, I suppose, we've been bringing out um, different fifth members of the band to, um, to play with us. So it's this rotating cast of, I mean, in some cases, just, you know, legends in the music, and then... Um, but for this show, I'm actually I'm pretty excited about it because we are going to be playing with this with a local sort of like like a local star or in the making. I think his name is Kyle Ledson. And I'm sure Felton, you know him. Oh, most of, young. Yeah. Most of the folks yeah. on KVMR are familiar with Kyle. Yes. Yeah. So Kyle started to come see Yonder Mountain. Um, because his parents brought him to the shows, and he started seeing us when he was four. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. And now he's like seven and a half feet tall and can <laughs> dunk a basketball and has turned into just an extraordinary musician and songwriter and performer. And so, you know, you just you think about how just this music works and time, you know, the time passes, of course. And all of a sudden, now we've invited Kyle to come play mandolin for this for these two shows. Um, and Nick, our mandolin player, will move to fiddle because he's one of these guys that can play any instrument better than you know anyone else. So he's moving to fiddle for the show, and Kyle's going to play mandolin. And it's I mean, it's just like a it's so fun for us and to see how excited Kyle is, you know, because it's. I mean, he said it. He's like, you have no idea, guys. This is a dream come true. And we wouldn't have asked him if he wasn't amazing, obviously. You know, we've got a reputation to uphold. <laughs> it's going to be really special playing with, uh, with Kyle, this sort of locally grown, extraordinary talent. 
Now, you're no stranger to the Nevada County Fairgrounds out here in Grass Valley. I remember wandering around with you at the Bluegrass Festival. Yeah. We're still trying to get back to that one. I, I don't think they want us to wear suits or something. I don't know. I know. I tried to. Actually, I've been talking with them for the last few years, trying to get you guys to come in and kind of do your acoustic version of Yonder. And uh, maybe that'll happen. We'll see. Yeah, it would be fun. You know, my, I, shoot, I, I could get a suit. Do they still make gentlemen's warehouses? Can I go there? Yeah, talk to, talk to the guy there. All right, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you know, there's the old legend about the, the reason Hot Rise couldn't come back was because they had an electric bass, but I think they'd probably make an exception if Hot Rise ever wanted to get back together and play there. One would hope. Yes. But you play a dog. Have you ever? When's the last time you played a doghouse bass? Of course, you're the electric bass player, but you also play a nice big doghouse bass. Yeah, I just stopped. You know, flying with an actual big uh, acoustic upright bass uh, is challenging, even in the best of times. And I'll I'll tell you the day, the moment in time where I decided I'm never going to do that again. I uh, we fly a lot. I always get the window seat, and I looked out the window. This, you know, this was probably 20 years ago now. Looked out the window as the baggage handlers were loading my base onto the plane. And by loading the base onto the plane, I mean picking it up and throwing it through the air to land on the conveyor belt. And I knew when they threw it, I just, I'm like, that's broken. I will open that case in Los Angeles in that case, and it's going to be broken. And sure enough, I got there and it was broken right down the heel of the instrument. And I thought, there has got to be a better way. And so back then, the better way was this bass that I'm playing now, which is still an upright bass. It's just skinny and is designed to travel um, and to travel safely. And so I started to play that, and it kind of became part of my, my style and sound. You know, we've worked on the sound that we're able to produce from that instrument for two decades and have got it in, you know, to the point where it is, I mean, it's just a thunderous, you know, I, I think wonderful sound. It's not the same sound as a big bass with a microphone on it, but that's not what I'm looking for or what Yonder really needs anyway. But now, you know, the technology has, has come a long way where you're actually finding manufacturers who are building upright bases, proper upright bases, that come apart. The neck comes off with like a dovetail joint and it all folds down and fits into what looks like a suitcase. So that so you could, in theory, and other bands do this too. Like if you ever see the uh, infamous String Dusters, their bass player, Travis, he's got a version of, the, of a bass like that you know, that comes apart and fits into a suitcase and, you know, um, and he can end up playing an actual acoustic upright bass. And I've thought about it because um, I do miss the, you know, the sound sometimes, the feel. But really, at the end of the day, in my band, you'd have to put pickups on it anyway. We're not using microphones for these instruments. So it's the same pickups I'd be using on a big bass as I use on my my skinnier bass. And, and so, like, we're just pretending to be acoustic at that point, so... Why bother? Pretending is so hard and tiring. (laughs) We're talking with Ben Kaufman from the Yonder Mountain String Band. They'll be playing at the Hangtown Festival next Thursday and Friday here in Grass Valley. You know, there's a lot of great bass stories about traveling with big basses over the years. The greatest one, I think, is from Edgar Meyer, who about 25 years ago was traveling with Jerry Douglas and Russ Berenberg, and they were flying into Turkey. 
and they thought he was smuggling drugs in his base and they were going to cut it in half. And he said, no problem. I need 1.5 million U.S. if you want to do that. Yeah, that. so uh, for, for people who are listening at home and might not know, Edgar Meyer is widely considered to be the gold standard of upright bassists in this music for sure. And for my money, he's one of the, the greatest bass players that I've ever seen, you know, without question. And he has a bass, you know, you can, if you, if you're able to, and you're really, you know, deserving of an instrument of that quality, you can spend millions of dollars on an instrument. A shoot, you could spend a half a million dollars on a bow. His bass is from the 18, it's a Stradivarius from the 1800s. Yeah, I remember, it's that, that's old man's Stradivarius's kid, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the other end of the spectrum, which Mike Bubb, where he's got a bass that opens up in the back and you can put a six-pack in it. Yeah, and that's, and yeah, Bubb's got one of those basses, and a bunch of people are playing these, you know, designed to be portable, you know, basses. And, and some of them, just like any instrument, you know, some of them sound great. Some of them you're like, oh, it's not where it's at, you know, but um, they're, they're making really decent travel basses now. Well, we got uh, Ben Kaufman on the phone with us right now, off to the airport in Sacramento, flying off to a festival, then flying back and playing at Hangtown next week. Now, you've done a lot of festivals with Railroad Earth. You guys also used to do your own festivals. Yeah. We just wrapped the final Northwest String Summit. That was 20 years uh, we'd been hosting that festival, and it went out with a bang, and it was just the best time. So that one has sort of uh, seen its run, but we still throw a festival down in Mexico and Cancun in December. That's called Strings and Soul. And that's, uh, I mean, there's nothing like that. That's so incredible with a bunch of other bands that are, you know, peers and friends, including Railroad Earth. And yeah, you know, festivals anymore is where it's at. It's kind of like what we've, I think a lot of touring bands had to make an adjustment uh, is it post-pandemic yet? So, we, But since COVID became a thing, COVID changed the, the, the touring business. And so everyone's had to adjust. And what we're all finding is it's a lot easier to get people to come to outside events, especially if it's a festival situation where for their dollar, they get to see, you know, five, six, ten, whatever bands over the course of a weekend, as opposed to that having to make somebody pick and choose between you know where they're going to which band they're going to go see at what club people don't want to be inside anymore and they'd rather be outside and get more for their money i don't blame them but it's required a a change because in the past we'd think nothing of booking a month-long tour getting a bus and just doing it and it just the the math doesn't square anymore We've been talking with Ben Kaufman from the Yonder Mountain String Band. They'll be playing at the Hangtown Festival at the Nevada County Fairgrounds next Thursday and Friday, October 20th and 21st. Hey, Ben, we can't wait to see you back in your hometown. Uh, it's going to be great. I can't wait to see you, everybody there. Um, what? How lucky I feel to get to have this local event, and it's going to be it's just going to be killer. Can't All right. wait. All righty. Travel safe. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Felton.